about what we give our time, attention, and love. We enjoy sharing and following friends, family, colleagues, and inspirational leaders aligned with our passions and interests in a hyper-connected world. We're all about tribes. We join tribes that speak to us and align with our vibe. In Tribe Goals, we share time with key lifestyle and industry change makers as they share some of their inspirations, thinking, and flow with their communities. We'll see how they started and grew their tribe, as well as which they have joined and how that has fueled them. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith, and we'll navigate our favorites in our show, Tribe Goals. On today's episode of Tribe Goals, we chat with one of our favorite celebrity fitness trainers, Gunnar Peterson, who has worked with a number of our favorite personalities from Khloe Kardashian, Jennifer Lopez, and more. In addition, as the director of strength and endurance for the Lakers, we talk with him about how he has worked with his clients and the team to keep them on their routines. He also shares advice on movements that we can do at home, regardless of whether we have equipment or not. He also shares his thoughts on returning to gyms and studios as the country is in various stages of reopening. Pleasure of doing one of your workouts, Opel Camp here in New York, a couple of seasons ago. So it's nice to talk with you again. Well, well, yes, and you worked out my butt pretty hard, (laughs) but I loved it. I love that too. It's better than that. (laughs) Exactly. We always love being able to talk to you and and learning how we can optimize our workouts. And here in New York, our team we started staying in literally uh, the day after our shoot in March on March thirteenth. And thankfully, we got our all of our equipment that we needed, and we had no idea how long we'd be staying at home due to COVID-19. What did you suggest for your clients in terms of equipment that they should have on hand? I love that you guys got your equipment right away because it seems to me from what I heard that the people who didn't get it right out of the gate yep. uh, automatically had to line up and there was a delay. So um, I have a very strange relationship with equipment. Um, you could call it an addiction or relationship, <laughs> whatever you want. Uh, that said, look, whatever you have, even if you have nothing, you can still make it work. I would suggest adjustable dumbbells, mm-hmm. a piece of cardio equipment that you enjoy, an assortment of fans, an auxiliary piece of, the car- uh, of cardio, um, think jump rope, a utility bench or stability ball, and, and that is all obviously best case scenario. Worst yeah. case. Uh, we will get busy with water bottles, soup cans, a broomstick, a stepping stool, you know, a couple of pieces of, of scrap cardboard. If you have that kind of stuff lying around, it doesn't have to be a mishmash like that. I, I actually thought those through. That's not just, you know, I'm not, that's not grab bag. Mm-hmm. Um, you could definitely get, you could definitely, you could come out of this um, lockdown in better shape. Wow. How's that for a statement I'll stand by? Uh, First of all, I love that statement. Literally a week before we went into lockdown, I was on Amazon. Um, I always have my my bands and other things like that. But like I didn't really have dumbbells or weight plates. And so I just started like amassing. And literally like once we got in, you couldn't get anything. So we we were pretty well stocked on our end. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I heard it from, from 
people who are, are planners and usually get out ahead of things like this and they just went, I have nothing, dude. I gave everything away. Especially I have people who come to me, they go, ever since I've been coming to you, I got rid of everything. I yep. don't need it in my house anymore because I come here and I went, I was like, oh, sorry. Exactly. Sorry now somehow I'm to blame for this. Um, <laughs> The household items, though, you know, water bottles, soup cans, a broomstick, an ottoman. You can you can fill up garbage bags with, uh, you know, laundry um, mm. because they have the hand they have yep. the handles built in, and scrap pieces of cardboard or 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 towel. You could use a scrap piece of cardboard if you're outdoors on a lawn or on turf, and uh, it's not on a towel. You can do if you have a hard surface, if you have you know poured concrete or or. Mm. Uh, hardwood floors, any of those towels can work for like leg curls, hip bridges, ab extensions, uh, chest flies. There's so many movements you can do on the floor with that. People are like cardboard. I said, yeah. And I actually demoed that in a, in an online workout yep. uh, for someone. And I go, look, this works out on the lawn with the, put your heels on the cardboard. You, you do a leg curl in and bridge your hips up, you know, hamstrings and glutes are good to go. Wow. Well, what are three workouts for abs and legs and butts and also your arms that we should include within our routines as we're always looking at like kind of changing it up a little bit and and just optimizing that workout? Uh, workouts you mean movements, right? So movements, absolutely. Abs, I would say think, think bicycle crunches mm. where you're, you're pulling like uh, left knee into right elbow mm-hmm. and you're, you're up and semi-crunched. Uh, the entire time. So the abs, so it's all about time under tension, the tuck principle. Um, so the abs are engaged the whole time and you're working that transfer frame the rotation by bringing the right elbow to the left knee while extending the right leg and then pulling the right leg in, extending the right leg and bringing your left elbow to the right knee. Mm-hmm. If you play that back at like half speed, you'll understand it. No, um, I, I do that workout actually. Extensions. <laughs> Okay. No, I meant for people listening if they, they don't get it, but absolutely. Um, also, abs in extension, which is what comes down to that. Uh, you're on your knees, toes in contact with the ground, sort of in a in a like a like a coffee table position, mm-hmm. and then extend the arms by sliding the towel out. Or if you're on a piece of cardboard, you're on then you're on cardboard, and you want to extend them. It's a, working abs in extension is important, not just working them in flexion. And also athletically, a lot of the strains happen when people go into extension against resistance and they weren't prepared for it. So you want to work on an extension. And you can also do that single arm, right? You can slide one arm out yeah. and bring it back and the other arm out, bring it back just to just to have create an uneven load. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one I would say is a hip bridge. So using that same towel, put your forearm on it, extend your body, think about keeping a straight line between all the H's head, hip, heels, mm. straight line, lower the hips down, draw the abs in. Your cue is when you pass center line, pull your abs in and then bridge up. So now you're working funnel plane. Very cool. So those are the three for abs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for legs, I would say squats. And you have a number of, of uh, squat movements to choose from, whether it's a basic squat or it's a sumo squat or it's a Split squat, you know, kickstand squat. There are a million ways to do that. Um, but you definitely want to hit a squat and you should do that loaded because you're working the big muscle group so it can handle an exterior load. Um, then I would add clock lunges. Picture yourself standing in the center of a clock, mm. right right where the hands are, right where the hands meet in the mm-hmm. middle. 
And then with your right leg, step to 12, step to one, step to two, three, four, five, six, which involves a full pivot, again, transverse plane. Yep. And then bring it back to 12. And then with your left leg, go 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, and back. Wow. Um, and then I would say single leg deadlifts. And mm-hmm. if you do that, uh, you know, do it next to a dresser or a counter or you know, a willing family member so you can stabilize <laughs> and, and you want to hinge at the hip and uh, something in your hand, something weighted, whether it's a water bottle or whether it's a dumbbell, whatever you have, and um, bend down, hinging at the hip and come up so you get a nice stretch in the hamstring. Push through your heel and your big toe as you stand up mm-hmm. so you fire the glutes. Mm-hmm. And um, continue adding weight to that. You're a lot stronger. People say, oh, I'm worried about my back. Don't worry about your back. You're going to go into that position in life so many times. You have to strengthen it. You're doing yourself a disservice to not strengthen it. And uh, glutes, mm-hmm. but You said butt. I say glutes. Glutes. Um, I would say uh, a lateral lunge. Mm-hmm. So a deep lunge out to the side. Really getting low on that because you want to hit gluteus medius, glute medius, glute med, um, and then powerfully back to the starting position and alternate sides. I would say a hip bridge, and you could do that single leg or double leg. So put one foot up, mm-hmm. one foot off the ground. You're lying on your back. Uh, create a triangle between where your butt's on the ground and where your heel's on the ground. And then bridge up by driving through the heel, the forward foot, a single leg version. Double leg version, obviously both heels on the ground. Right. And then I would add something explosive, something plyometric, um, a tuck jump. Mm. Um, and you can do those in place. The goal is not to drop down super low into a squat and jump. Think about when you see uh, someone jumping at a volleyball net or to get a rebound of a basketball, they don't drop their hips all the way to the floor. Mm. They literally hinge at the hips and explode upward. Um, so think that kind of jump. Nice. Wow. But, uh, and for arms, um, as you asked, yes. I would say add something something in a curl, but I would, I would spice up the curl a little bit uh, and do it in a split stance. I like to create the offload. I like to make the core fire even more and, you know, do whatever your rep scheme is, half of it with your right leg back, left leg forward, and you drop down relatively low. Then mm-hmm. switch the split and mm-hmm. repeat the same number of reps on the curls. Wow. Um, that's one. The second one would be a close grip push-up. So keeping your hands relatively narrow, but more importantly than that, Tuck your elbows into your side so you feel your rib cage slide down against your forearms on the way down. And if it's too hard to do them on the floor, instead of doing them on your knees, I'm not a huge fan of that, I would say do them off of something. So elevate the hands versus staying on your knees. Mm. So you're still getting that fully planked position, whether you come up and do it on an ottoman or on the end of the bed or on the end of the couch, depending on on your um, fitness level, right? Right. Back in the day, Jaja Kabor did a, a workout video. You can look that up. Mm-hmm. And she actually had two body two bodybuilders come out, and she just leaned back and did the push-up off their chest. 
so she was still oh, standing. Wow. And it, was just, it was probably like a like a five degree incline. So look, you can work backwards to any level of fitness. I want to say she was in her seventies when she did it. So you know, kudos to her for still doing the work. That's pretty amazing. Wow. It is. It was, when I saw it, I thought, you know what? You got to give her credit for that. Uh, yeah. And the third one um, would be a press overhead. And that's not for your arms, bicep, tricep, but it's for your shoulders. But that's part of the arm. If you look from the side view of the arm, uh, almost half of that is the, the cap of your shoulder. Mm. So overhead pressing of any kind, whether you alternate, whether you go palms forward, palms in, um, just want to make sure you get the shoulders because they're especially... A lot of clothing in the summertime is yes. exposing the shoulder. This is very true. Yeah. Well, so, no, go ahead. No, well, that's it. That's uh, there's three for the for the arm, uh, the arm and the uh, environs. Well, I know on your Instagram that you created quarantine courses for your family to do. How important is it to incorporate movement, especially with children? And what do you suggest to do to keep them engaged? Um, for us, it's a priority. I mean, that's not for everybody, but for us, it's a big priority. The, the kids learn how to how to move and use their bodies. They learn how to work through things that are difficult. So I think that's a life metaphor. Um, and you get to spend real quality time with them. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest mixing in things that you know they like, as well as things that you know they need, right? That's the mm-hmm. challenge of being the parent. Um you challenge them and then you reward them with something that is good for them. My kids love the taste of, they love, uh, they love Propel. They love the electrolyte water. There's zero mm. grams of sugar. Um, and I know that post-workout they need the electrolytes. So that's a no, it's such an easy, um, it's such an easy reward. And sometimes I'll put it at the end. So right when he comes off the course, the little ones, especially they're there. And mm-hmm. then you pick the flavor. And so you're empowering them with that, you know, Oh, that's pretty interesting. I like that. And in addition, you have been participating in a number of IG lives, doing various workouts during the time of quarantine. How important is that to you to do those things and and let people just across the internet being able to to work out with you and also engage with you? Well, it's important for me. A, it keeps me sharp on the selfish side, right? Exactly. Um, I like doing anything. I like doing anything I can for the fitness community, the fitness industry as a whole. And if I can add to that collective, um, then count me in. I mean, it's not like I'm putting on the Propel Fitness Festival in my backyard, but if I'm getting something that can approximate that uh, during a time when we may have to push that back in a, in a calendar year, then, then I'm all for it and sign me up. Well, across the U.S., you know, we have various levels of, of openings across the you know, cities and states. Um, a lot of gyms and studios are doing that as well. And a lot of people are excited to go back to their favorite studios. But there's a lot of apprehension, too, in terms of, um, you know, whether the gyms themselves are actually able to be opened um, or prepared to be opened, actually. So what are your thoughts on how we can return to gym studios safely and what we should be looking for when we enter these spaces? And should we be b- bringing items with us? Well, um, you said it first, right? Safety. So I would say be smart and be safe and make sure you're doing the right thing. And if you see someone who isn't, instead of paddling or being condescending, (laughs) I would share with them what the right approach is and and be open if they share it with you. And we can all get better together. Remember, we've all heard a lot of of information in the last 
five plus months. Yeah. And we all process it differently. And there are a lot of beliefs. Uh, so it's better to be open and tolerant until we have all the facts locked down. I know I've locked down. I said locked down. That was on purpose. Um, as far as what you bring, I, I would, uh, I'm a big fan of bringing, I bring a towel and my, my water to the gym, right? I bring mm-hmm. a towel, a propel. Uh, you might want to, you might want to double up and bring gloves. I don't know. I don't know the science on that one yet, but, uh, I'm OCD enough that I'm taking a towel and my my profile with me for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It won't be. I won't be using any water fountains for a little bit if I if I can help it. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, you're the director of strength and endurance training for the Lakers, my favorite team. <laughs> and with the NBA completing this. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I am a huge. It's funny. I'm from Indiana originally. Obviously, I live in New York. But the Lakers have been my, been my team like since 1982. So, <laughs> um, with, You're not a bandwagon fan. I like that. Yeah, that's that's just I've always been that way. So, with the NBA completing their season and getting closer to the playoffs, what has this time been like for you in terms of working with the team, preparing them prior to getting to Orlando, and during this season? So, um, our strength staff, and that's. That's uh, a guy named Chatton Hill, a guy named Ed Strait, and, and I put together a fit kit, mm. and we sent the fit kits to the players early on. I don't think we got the jump as early as you did, but we were a couple days behind, mm-hmm. um, and we sent those to the players, and we also emailed them or texted them daily workouts, Wow, uh, individualized workouts, and all that was done within days of being locked down. We also held and. and this was uh, this ended up being great, but there was a there was an element of comedy to it. We held Zoom workouts uh, mm. a couple times a week, a few times a week to maintain the interaction, um, keep the camaraderie up. You know, the trash talking that was the brainchild of our GM Rob Palenka, and it ended up being great. And there were times when the strength staff, you know, were a little disjointed, disconnected, and doing it all on Zoom, but it it. it Created a moment of levity, a moment of levity during some of those uncertain times. And yeah. I'm sure you guys went through it. There were times when the lockdown felt super annoying, mm-hmm. and there were times when it felt a little scary. Yeah, like it was legitimately like, let's not poo-poo this, guys. This is real. And then you develop a sense of ease, and then you start to get a little. And I'm sure in psychology there are numerous phases that we all want to do, but having those workouts kept those guys connected and kept kept them also connected to us, which was key. Wow. It's funny. I mean, it's not funny, but when we did our last photo shoot, it was with, it was with uh, Rachel Nichols from ESPN. And it was literally the day after the NBA yeah. announced that they were postponing um, the season. And so we're literally sitting with her coming off of ESPN. We're all doing the shoot and we look at each other and we're like, is this the last time that we're going to be doing this for a while? And literally when Rachel ended up going to the bubble, she's like, Kimmy, I have not been out of the house since the photo shoot that I did with you guys March 13th. So <laughs> I just look at that well, period of time and I'm I, I like, wow. Rachel. Yeah. I know her. I, I like her. I, she's, she's very smart and she's not taking any chances. So yep, yep. if she did that, then she did the right thing and hats off to her. I have no surprise actually that she would do it the right way. Yeah. I mean, she was amazing and she was an awesome cover for us for March. And so that, that was really cool. But yeah, we were just like, wow, this stuff is getting real at the NBA saying, yeah, we're going to postpone it now. <laughs> Um, But yeah, definitely scary times. So obviously the word typical just feels like a very strange word right now. But what is a typical day or week like for you right now in terms of like all the stuff that you're doing? 
Um, I mean, the only thing that's typical is that everything changes every day. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> I make sure to get some sort of workout in for myself. Mm-hmm. Call it selfish. Call it self-preservation. Um, I, I'm, you know, I've used the downtime to stay connected to my family. Mm-hmm. As well as a lot more FaceTime calls than usual with my brother and my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think I think it's probably fair to say that our house, as well as my sock drawer, has never been neater. Right. <laughs> that is so true. There's a lot of clean. Uh, everything is clean. Yep. It's like, oh, I need something to do. Put that energy over there. Um, you are always working right. on so many things. Um, is there anything coming up that we should know about or, uh, you know, that you're happy to announce to everyone? Uh, lots of irons in the fire. That's the way I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'd rather do than talk. So let's see what actually materializes after this forced downtime. I, I will say um, I have not been idle. I'm definitely not going to sit around and do nothing. And uh, there'll be some good stuff coming up. Definitely good stuff coming up. More than just uh, Instagram obstacle courses. Right. Although I did enjoy those, I got to say. I mean, I, I love seeing them. I actually talked to my uh, sister who has uh, my niece and I'm like, oh, you should be doing stuff with uh, the two-year-old. <laughs> like get a little course together for yeah. her. Um, yeah. As someone, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. because there's just... And you a, can scale them up or down. It's easy. Exactly. So I know that she's been, like, watching that and figuring things out for her. So as someone who's working with, you know, your clients and whether it's in person or virtually and you're doing things with your family and you have all these different projects, how are you taking time for yourself just to make sure you have downtime um, just for yourself? So I emphasized... Um, the things I, I struggle with the most are uh, sleep and recovery. And I've, I've been working on that for the past probably four years. I've really mm. made a considered effort to bump those up. Uh, far from perfect, that's for sure, but it's definitely still a focus, and I've been able to improve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make sure I get my workouts in, which keeps me sane, and um, it also makes me less of a jackass, according <laughs> to my kids and my wife, so that's definitely <laughs> a priority. <laughs> Every person that we have on our podcast called Tribe Goals, we ask them, you know, who are three people that have inspired you, whether it's in your career or whatever, um, just because we feel that you obviously are someone that we look towards that uh, does amazing things. Who are three people that inspire you? Uh, my parents, and I have to put them together, yep. A, for no backlash, and, and, <laughs> and B, because it's the right thing. Um, my parents, just the way they weather storms they've been married for over 60 years and and i'm sure it hasn't been perfect but they just they just finish what they start kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh my brother who's uh my brother who's uh just super successful businessman and just all around maybe greatest most generous guy going um i mean i'm gonna keep it in the family my wife and kids are what really inspire if that's the right word mm-hmm. I mean, they get, it's those days when you go i'm getting up today because and you you know your purpose and you know that what you're doing forget it obviously it provides for the family that's working but i think they make me better you know mm-hmm. uh years ago i worked with jennifer lopez for a long time and that's not name dropping everybody a lot of people yeah and and i wrote her a note uh one new year's morning i just it just hit me that i was so um thankful that I had had the opportunity. I was still working with it, but I just wanted to acknowledge it in real time. Mm-hmm. The opportunity to work with her because my working with her made me want to do my job better because I saw 
how well and how hard she, how well she did her job and how hard she was. And I wrote her yeah. uh, a note and I just said, I want you to know, I recognize this, that I was always going to push myself. I was always going to strive for greatness, but, but being around you for this many years and watching how you do it has just made me want to a, be a representation of you at the same level, but also, uh, it, it just makes me hold myself accountable because I see how hard how hard you go and the standard to which you hold yourself. Mm. So, I love that. I love that. Well, I thank you again for taking the time. And just to confirm with you, yes, this interview was awesome. And I, I love just everything that you always like yeah. share. I, I told you I would circle back and be like, was it was it good? Was it not? But it was amazing. And I always love talking with you and doing your workouts. And I just think that you are just such a great focused person that's passionate on what you bring to the world and the community at large. And I just appreciate you taking the time. You're nice to say that. Thank you. And thank you for, uh, you know, the people who set these things up, the Propel Gatorade family. It's just it's a strong group over there. Mm-hmm. And I, love, um, I love that. Absolutely. There are good people out there. And instead of focusing on the bad, let's take a minute and recognize the good. that you're energized from the insights on today's episode of Tribe Goals. Tribe Goals is a member of the Multimedia Podcast Network Athleisure Studio, part of Athleisure Media and Athleisure Mag. Make sure to follow us and to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Himalaya, and Stitcher Premium. Visit us at athleisurestudio.com backslash tribe goals and follow us on Instagram at tribe.goals to see new episodes of Tribe Goals, as well as to see what other shows we have launched throughout our network. Tribe Goals is hosted by me, Kimmy Smith, and is executive produced by Paul Farkas and myself. Our theme music, Rough and Deep, is performed by Juggling. I'll be back with our next Tribe Goals guest.